I can go, dude. I, I just, yeah, no. Just... You're no prince, that's for sure. No, the falsetto. I cannot hit the right notes on that one. It's okay. Hello, everybody. We're the DVC. I am uh, Bass Number Three over here in uh, beautiful, chilly South Jersey. That is Bastard Number One over there, frozen in time again with his eagle's hat, just staring at me like some kind of creep. I'm sorry, with, like, with man, a grin on his broken. face. I can't. I, can't, I don't. The other one hasn't arrived yet. When it arrives, you will see my handsome face once again. So, like, your even like your people that you interact with at work have not been able to see you either. No, I don't have a camera. So. No one has. Wow. Okay. Well, we're all everybody's missing out. Uh, we are uh, the DBC, and we do this uh, little dog and pony show every week. Recording a little later this week than normal, but it doesn't matter. You're still going to get it at the same time that you usually do on your podcast service of choice, whether you're listening to us on Spotify or apple or wherever we thank you for tuning in making us a part of your commute or your breakfast or your morning shit or whatever you're doing uh morning shit huh. yeah i mean doesn't I, that need a soundtrack i suppose yeah i mean i've I, I will freely admit because i'm amongst friends here uh i've never soundtracked my own uh number two. Oh uh, bullshit but bullshit. i swear to god i swear to god I've never walked in with headphones on and, and listened to music while dumping. It's never happened. Now, if you ever get a text from me at 3 a.m., I'm taking a dump okay. in the middle of it. Good. Okay. Oh, I'm not saying I haven't done something on my phone on the toilet. I'm saying I've never listened like to a podcast while sitting there. Oh, I got you. Indisposed. Okay. But, but maybe there are people right now, uh, or not right now, but there are people who will be listening to this while in that uh, position. And we say we welcome you. Uh, we, we hope it's not a struggle. And uh, we've got lots to get to. We got plenty of new music. We've got some uh, in, apparently some interesting covers. I guess. Uh, yeah, I think they're interesting. I don't know what it is, but we're gonna let Bastard Number One take the lead on that. It's actually a covers record. He's gonna take us on a little tour of that. Uh, part of our DBC full coverage segment. We've got the DBC uh, song exchange as always. Six relatively new or brand new tunes for you, handpicked by your friends, the Bastards shared with one another for the first time live on the show and then added to our playlist of new music which is well into the 900s now and uh we'll start off though before we get to any of that with uh just some good old-fashioned banter because you no know, we used to do a lot of bantering back in the uh, in the radio days just chatting 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 on the show chatting music chatting whatever and uh we got the rock and roll hall of fame which we'll get to in a moment 
But of course, every week now, I guess in the year, I guess we've committed to this for 2024. We well, got to. You told me to keep track of it, so I'm keeping track of it. I did. Damn we're gonna, we're gonna. I, I asked for this. We're going to uh, continue to keep uh, uh, tabs on Besser Number One's 2024 albums, uh, whatever you call it, inventory or, or collection here. Everything he's listened to this year, which is uh, quite an impressive feat. Uh, as I would imagine, most of my peers have probably listened to less than five brand new 2024 records. Less if that, five. if that, oh, come on. You think the people that you generally speak to who are like the music obsessives have listened to any more than five new things released between January one and now one a week, essentially, or one every, and that's, I think, and I think that's generous because there were plenty of weeks there where nothing of value uh, came out. I, I go so far as to say a good amount of people I work with or whatever. I haven't listened to a single 2024 release yet. Fair enough. Fair enough. But you have not. Well, you have listened to, you have made up for all of those people into the yes. hundreds, the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of releases. So tell us no, what the last week no, was. Not not hundreds. Oh, uh, well, it is. Okay. So um, uh, I hit 61 records last week. Now, remember the week before was hundreds. Um it was not hundreds this time, mm-hmm. um, but it was sixty-four. There wasn't a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of records out this. Week. Odd for this for us. You would think a week like this on like the first week of January. Um, this you know kind of started to build up a little bit, and then we hit another little like dip. Well, and the big I think the big thing this week was um, that there wasn't as much metal. So the the week before there was a ton of metal. And if you look, there were probably you know fifty to sixty metal records. This time there's maybe twenty, so not as many as uh, as I had previously seen. Mm-hmm. All right, so that that contributes to it a little bit. But so I did sixty-one. I only aborted one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one I aborted was a, a an album called "Complicated Handshake" by Okie Dokie. Oh, well, I mean, you, get, off, you have to abandon that on principle, just on name alone. Okie Dokie. Um, yeah, it started off well and then uh, just uh, did not turn out very good. Not worth listening to. So, um, but and that was not no, metal, though. That was not metal. No, no. It's usually the metal I'm abandoning. Yeah, but no, that wasn't metal. Um, no tens this week at all. I got a couple nines mm. uh, in there, but nothing to add to the 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 perfect album list. Um, I was excited that there was a new uh, EP from Planes. That was out. Planes I, yeah. had my number one song of the year last year in a uh, ha. Um, and it was okay. It wasn't great. Um, another one that I wish my algorithm would friggin' get on the ball with and tell me exists because I didn't know it existed until I dug around. Oh, you know what? I, I found a, a single, uh, Lucy in my feed and then I went, Oh, what is this from? Oh, wait, there's another EP, mm-hmm. you know, just like two weeks ago, there was a new arrested development record that I didn't know anything about. You know, and so like, it's like, I I wish some of these things would come up a little, you know? (laughs) Yeah. You feel like if, if you're the one of like five people that listened to that last Arrested Development one, the one that we did on the first listen, that they would be smart enough to go, well, that's a, that's a given. If there's a new Arrested Development record, we're giving it to this dude. Like, why wouldn't you? It's stupid. But right. And I wasn't expecting it because supposedly I thought their last record was their last record. I thought I remember that. Well, it was sort of framed as a as a farewell. Well, a year later, here's another one. So, um, yeah, and that was pretty good. Um, nothing stands out um, 
this week in terms of names or anything that I, I want to call out. I mean, there was one, uh, there's a, there's a, a Philadelphia, uh, sort of post hard, hardcore, post hardcore, sort of math core band called Kanashi. I don't know if you've ever heard uh, of them. Sounds familiar. They're, they're insane. Um, lyrically it is like stories right from their youth like this album's all about the high school experience of the lead singer and it is literally like just him telling specific stories about people and what happened in high school and bullying and stuff like that um their new ep called uh, the three faces of beauty a violent misinterpretation of morgan montgomery apparently morgan montgomery is the bully that uh one of the bullies that uh, uh, bullied the lead singer. Mm. And it, the whole album's about Morgan Montgomery. I wonder if that's a real name or if he changed it to uh, protect uh, to protect the, a person. I, I'm not going to get into the lyrics, but if you get a chance to look at the lyrics, they're just like, they're like trapped in the closet detail. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, it's, Lovely. It's, it's pretty insane, I got to admit. Well, I, uh, I just wanted to... To briefly ask you about a couple on here, um, just as as I'm scanning it here, Um, I was a little bit thrown by the fact that there was a metal band on here called Morphine, because I thought when Morphine showed up that it was a Morphine record, the band, Um, not whatever. Is is this a band that's been around for a while? Uh, It is. uh, I think they're on their second record. There's a lot of bands out there called Morphine. Let Let me look up. So Morphine is a uh, depressive black metal group from okay. the UK. Makes sense. And they've been around since 2018. Hmm. Okay. So it's uh, just one woman that does everything. So no baritone sax? No. Okay. Well, that's a shame. Because they are certainly a, uh, a a favorite of mine and just a, such a unique sound that I see that name and immediately that sound pops into my head. Now, of course, the lead singer Mark Sandman is dead. So I yeah, knew there could no, not be any new morphine, but um, no, and and depressive black metal is uh, not exactly the same thing. It is not. It is not. Um, the other one that I wanted to ask you about, um, I actually I did dip my toe into this slightly. Um, you apparently really liked it based on your number, but I just I'm curious if you did any research into exactly what the hell it is, and that would be the. I guess you're going to call it a collaborative album between Yellow Card and Hammock? Uh, it is. It is a, a collaborative album. So it is. Um, so Hammock. I is, love Hammock. I love Hammock. But so Hammock, ha- Hammock is the the most atmospheric shoegazy shoegaze band that I know of, right? Yeah. They are as shoegazy as shoegaze can be. And so what they did was they collaborated and they took yellow card songs and they re-recorded them into a, a almost acoustic, mellow, atmospheric shoegaze form. So it's a very slow, acoustic, um, shoegazy album rather than the, the, the punkier elements or the emo elements of yellow card. It really, really works well. Um, which I was surprised at. I'm not a big yellow card fan. Mm-hmm, I mean, um, either. I just, I saw it and I'm like, I thought that it was one of those, um, like errors on Spotify. Like, oh, somebody got tagged and this isn't really yeah. what this is. Like I remember getting fooled by thinking there was a new blur album and it was like some, 
I guess some rapper. Yeah, and it was like, oh, okay. There's a lot of rappers that use the same damn name. It's really tough. Yeah, and so I'm like, what the hell is Yellow Card and Hammock, huh? And then I click on it, and then I... And then, of course, the only yellow card song anybody knows is Ocean Avenue, because that was their one hit. I know. So I saw that, and I'm like, well, then this isn't just, this isn't new stuff. This is, what the hell is it? And I I listen to it, and it literally sounds like if you put the vocal track of Ocean Avenue over top of a hammock instrumental. It was such a bizarre, I I would be fascinated to kind of learn how it came together like if they know yeah. each other or why yellow card of all bands just so random yeah i didn't look it up at all to see but that's it's a good record it was much more listenable than i truly expected it to be mm-hmm. yeah no on, on the surface that uh that, <laughs> that don't look too good but uh i guess give it a shot if you like either either or and if you like both it might be a uh might be a match made in heaven right there. Yeah. All right. Well, that was uh, sort of a, a shorter week for, for number one in terms of a volume of releases. Um, That's right. Anything of note coming up this coming week? Yeah, it's a granddaddy record tomorrow. Okay. Good Lord. That's another slow one. Yep. Wow. I don't, even, I don't know much about granddaddy. They were I, I oh did I, I must have put that in then yeah um, I did so they were uh, TSR I'm trying to remember when the first one came out if you would have been there but it might have been just after you um it, honestly it might not even it might not make it to be fair uh, I, don't, I, have I, don't, no, I have no idea it would have never been on my radar that's for sure right yeah and I'm even looking at my my sort of uh, reference sheet here and i'm really not seeing anything oh well i mean i, I guess kim petrus wouldn't make it Ooh, but kim if, new record? if we want to hear slut pop miami yeah is that what it's called that's what it's called oh wow she's doing another another horny record yeah and we know bastard number one loves to talk about horny kim petrus record so um i weirdly enough do yeah uh god it's kind of weird i admit yeah just scanning this uh i see a song exchange band in there i see a pin called talk show but i know that it's not talk show like the that stone temple pilots side band no you don't think so. i don't think so i think this is a morphine thing but we could certainly check that would certainly be interesting if they uh were recording again under that under that name yeah, I, I highly doubt that as well. But. Highly doubt that. Yeah, I, I yeah, I got nothing. I'm scanning through this. Oh, Sean, uh, Sean Lennon has a new one. Yeah, uh, right. Could be worth, maybe worth something. But yeah, so another slow one next week. But maybe uh, there'll be like, you know, 800 metal records for you to sift through with like, you know, the word putrefication in the title. That, that's uh, putrefication and goat. I like albums that with the word goat in the title. Actually, uh, according to this list, the band Goat Putrefication has a new record coming out. Nice, yeah, nice, right, nice. Right up your alley. I am all over it, dude. Mm. All right, well, something that I don't know if either of us are really all over, and that would be the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, I am so out of it that I didn't even realize this came out. But according to my friend Bastard Number One, he has told me that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees have been announced. Which I really thought when I was thinking, when I read the list, or when I saw it was announced on, I think it was Monday it came out, um, 
I thought we just had the conversation about the 2023 ones. It it seems like we is it a long? About. It's a long process now. It's kind of like uh, the political cycle where you, you felt like it was a lot shorter, and now it's like there's never a time when we're not talking about who's running for office in two years or four years yeah. or whatever. Now I feel like the the there's like the here are the nominees, and then there's the voting period, and then it gets announced, and everybody wrings their hands about that, and then there's the induction, and we're talking about that, and like two seconds later, here's the next set of nominees. Yeah, and honestly, I don't know. I mean, I never really looked. I, I don't know if the number of uh, inductees is set. I know there's there's usually six, right? Because when the fans vote on it, they get the top six that move on, but those don't have to necessarily be the people that get accepted into it. And I think it was six last year. So we're going to call it six that we need to pick from this list. Sure. And, and because I, I'm not getting into, you know, the – archive guys and old timers or whatever it is that they're called and you know the the, leg- the judas Pri- yeah the, the legacy judas priest the contributions to music you're not good enough to get in the hall but you contribute to music <laughs> you know we'll, to- we'll, we'll name a we'll name a bathroom after you at the at the hall of fame or you can have this yeah, atrium like yeah so the, the goal here is to pick six and so it's an interesting list um with only a few that really i would say stand out how many are, how many are on the list so uh, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 15 on the list. So we got to eliminate more than half. Okay. Got to eliminate more than half. And I know um, for a fact that at least when we had a conversation last time, we talked about um, current artists that seem to be a lock for um, the Hall of Fame. Yep. And, and I'm looking through this list, and I only think there's there's one that we talked about, and we were iffy on them. Um, You're talking a band that's still active? A band that is still active, yes. All right, so I'm going to run down the list, and then we'll go back and we'll talk to each one. All right, and because I'm unprepared, I'm going to jot the bands down on real pen and paper, and then I will cobble together my, uh, I guess, my six. I'll do it that way. Perfect. You do that. Yep. All right? So here we go. We've got Mary J. Blige. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mariah Carey. Yep. Cher. Okay. She's never been nominated before. Can you believe it? She's probably in there for Sonny and Cher. Okay. She's just, this is Cher solo. Um, the one we talked about, Dave Matthews Band. Uh-huh. Eric B. and Rakim. Yep. Foreigner. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Peter Frampton. Yep. Jane's Addiction. Mm-hmm. Interesting one. Cool in the Gang. Yep. Lenny Kravitz. Yep. Oasis. Yep. Unsurprisingly, Sinead O'Connor. Is that a, uh, a, a sympathy vote? Or would she have made it anyway? I, I would think it would have to be, right? Yeah, I guess. It's timing. Yeah. Um, just like you don't put Kate Bush in until Stranger Things picks up her song. Um, Sade. Mm-hmm. And Tribe Called Quest. Okay, I can so see. I can. I can already feel the hand wringing amongst Rock Hall of Fame purists, whoever those oh, sure, people of are. Of course, because that so is let, let, that's yeah, that's not a rock list. But no, go ahead. Well, I, I want to. I'm not going to go necessarily in order, but I want to uh, talk about a few right offhand. Is I don't know enough about Peter Frampton to understand if he belongs in or not. Peter Frampton, to me, is a 
was a one album guy, right? It Peter was, Frampton it was, Comes Alive. It's Frampton Comes Alive, which is so weird that like your claim to fame is a live record. And I always kind of wondered, like, because I wasn't alive for it, like, how did that happen? Was he known beforehand, got popular, and then had this live record, and that was just the peak of his popularity? Or did he get popular from a live record? Because how the hell do you get popular from a live album? I know. Like, that doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Um, but again, he's like, he's a dude that has a couple of songs, but then, like, that's it. Like, I couldn't name a single other Peter Frampton record. And apart from those, you know, uh, um, show me the way and, uh, and, uh, do you feel like those in the talking guitar thing? Like that's all you kind of know him for. I don't think that's rock hall of fame. I mean, it's iconic no. in a certain, to a certain decade, but I don't think hall of fame worthy. No, I absolutely agree with you on that one so i i would cross frampton yeah off. i'm i'm agreed i'm crossing frampton off there, there's one more on here that i think is an automatic cross off of which i don't we know more about the band but mm-hmm. i don't even understand how they can be nominated they don't have enough music they don't have enough impact and james, addiction. james addiction yeah agreed I, I just i don't understand that nomination how anyone thought that Jane's addiction had enough music or was impactful enough. Now, granted, like Rage Against the Machine was nominated and they only have three records. So, but they had an impact. I don't agree that they belong well, in the Rock and Roll Hall. Jane's, of Fame. Addiction, Jane's addiction had an impact. I think they had more of an impact on bands that went on and became bigger than they did. Um, sure, that's not Rock Hall to me, though. No, you're right. I'm just, I'm, I'm explaining how the, I think they made it in. Um, but I, you know, again, they have some classic stuff, but then they also have like a longer career as a nostalgia act, right? Just going out on tours, playing the same stuff, like playing been caught stealing for the last 30 years, um, on these tours. Like, yeah, I don't say it. I, I love the stuff that they have, or at least the, the, um, early stuff. Right. Uh, but I, I 100% don't think they deserve to be in there. Yep. Uh, so I, I agree with that one. Um, and let's talk to two rappers, uh, the rap groups right ahead. Yep. So uh, Tribe Called Quest. Yep. Great group. Influential. Scenario, I think, is the, the number one rap song of all time. Not going to deny how important they are. It's just incredibly hard to get rap groups into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Who's in there? Do you know? Off top of your head, I'm running DMC. Who, who, went, who went in last year? Um, some some rapper did, didn't they? Yeah. Was it Snoop? No. Um. Well, Dre, it could, if it was anybody, it would have been Dre. Yeah, I'll look it up. Let's see. Hold on here. Let's see. Inducted by year. Let's see year. 2023. So last year was Kate Bush, Cheryl Crow, Missy Elliott was the one last oh, year. Oh, right, right, right. So Kate Bush, Cheryl Crow, Missy Elliott, George Michael, Willie Nelson, and Rage Against the Machine, as well as the Spinners. That was the legacy one. Okay. Uh-huh. So you had just Missy in there as a um, as a rapper. So you've got Tribe Called Quest, you got Eric B. and Rakim. I think both are the legendary artists. Rakim has one of the greatest flows of the, the 80s uh, of any artist, one of the best rappers of all time. I don't see, I don't see a bunch of white people voting for either one of them. 
to be very yeah. bunch of old white people voting for him. I know, and I know it's musicians too, but I don't see, I don't see this as the crowd that votes for Eric B and Rakim in a tribe called Quest. Uh, yeah, I don't think you're wrong. I if don't this think... was the Rap Hall of Fame, um, hopefully they're already in. Um, and I'm not going to say they don't deserve it. I just don't. I don't think either one of them make it this year. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm scared. So Jay Z's in there. Uh, Eminem is in there. I'm just scanning Missy Elliott. Uh, B, uh, Biggie. Yeah, well, that makes sense. And I mean, you Pox, start. Pox you, not in there. You start going back further. Or Tupac is in there. You start going back farther, and you're like N.W.A. But be, before NWA, you go like, who the hell would have been inducted? Because like no one, no, no rappers getting into a public enemy. Uh, and then I think some of the like, like um, uh, some of those like early, late seventies, you know, uh, a prototype rapper folks are in. They might have like legacy awards, like they're not in the proper yep. hall. Um, but I think that's it. Beastie yeah, Boys, so. Beastie Boys, I think probably would have been the first. That feels a little. Oh no, Run DMC was the first. Run okay. DMC got in in two thousand and nine. Okay. So we have been inducting. Nope, I lied. Two thousand seven, Grandmaster Flash. That makes sense, right? Grandmaster Flash probably should be the first. Sure. Right, two thousand seven. Okay. So it's only a relatively recent phenomenon that rappers make it in there. You're gonna start to have more of them going in. Unless they just abandon the whole Rock Hall of Fame uh, concept, um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think either of these two are are going in. Yep. So that makes sense. We'll cross okay. them off. Um, now, when and- when you're putting your six together, are you putting the six that you think will get in, or like six that you just like that you want to see in there? I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. Right. I, Fair enough. I, how about this? I think I'm going to put the six I think will get in. How's that? Fair enough. I okay. can do that. So the rest of them will just go down the list. So Mary J. Blige. Right? Mm-hmm. She had Missy get in last year. Yep. He was very influential. Mary J. Blige has wonderful voice, wonderful artists. I just don't see it in terms of these nominees. Me how she's ready for that. How she... Uh, she had an impact on that R&B community, certainly, but I don't see it as enough to get her in. I agree. Okay. I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't put her. I wouldn't. I would not expect her to get in. Okay. Um, Mariah Carey. If you're going based on chart success and all of that, if you're basing it around that slam dunk, she goes. I in. think. I think Mariah is the lock of the list here um if we're going by number yeah sure absolutely mariah mariah and her vocal range and how important she was to the genre um you know one sweet day with boys to men was the top song one of the top songs of all time mm-hmm. she's the christmas queen she's done so much for r&b and hip-hop I think she over anyone on the list is is a lot for me because I just put my six together. I feel like there's four that are locks slash. I'd be surprised if they didn't. Okay, 
cases, and then the other two I had to fill out. But this one isn't like remember last year we struggled with yeah. a little bit more. This one I'm not struggling. This no, one I'm not struggling. I found six very easily. It's um, a little. It's a little. I think there's a little bit of debate, but let's go through it yep. so we don't yep. keep doing this. Um, share. Nope. Now, see, that's that's an interesting thing. Share's had a great career. Keep in mind, I mean, she had 60s, 70s. She had hits in the 80s. She had come back in the 90s. She had come back in 2000s. She she's been. She's had hits in almost every decade, except I think the current decade, but she's got to do a collaboration with Eldon John sooner or later and get on there. Yeah. Or she probably uh, or has, or there was some like <laughs> club remix that we don't know about that charted for like 18 weeks on the billboard dance chart or something. I, I feel that she's done enough to get in. I don't know. I would like to confirm whether or not she got in with the Sonny and chair thing. I'm just not seeing it. I feel like her career is so like she more goes into the celebrity hall of fame than like the rock and roll hall of fame. She's yeah, this like fair. cultural icon. She's an actress. She's a, just a pop culture figure. I feel like she kind of transcends this. And I, I just, I don't, if that was all she did, if her job was, you know, being a musician, and doing this stuff then maybe, but I feel like her job and her claim to fame is being a celebrity. It's being Cher, not yeah. the songs that she wrote, which she didn't write. Um, it's, it's the, yeah, that, that's what it, I, I don't say, I don't, I, I, now would I be shocked if we woke up and she was in? No, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Okay. That's fair. Uh, I am certainly, I think she's borderline for me. Same thing with Dave Matthews Band. I think he's, I think Dave Matthews Band is a little bit borderline for me. Although, um, bringing the, you know, the, the jam band stuff to the mainstream, turning it pop, he's had a heck of a career, very influential. Um, I have him getting in. I have him getting in too. And I think he's closer to a lock than you do. Okay. That dude has been, that dude has got hits on hits on hits. He continues to move concert tickets. He is on recurrent radio. He like that dude just never stops, never goes away, has never had a period where he hasn't been somewhere. Like maybe his new stuff isn't uh, all over the radio, but you cannot escape his classics. And there are multitudes of them everywhere. And just the touring that he does and that dedicated fan base, I think he's... Now, he might not be a lock because he was previously nominated in 2020 and didn't get in. Yeah. So maybe it's not as much of a lock as I think, but I think on paper, looking at some of these other artists, I think he's got to go. This may be the year based on a nominee list that's not as strong. Possible, yeah. Yeah, yeah. all right. So I ha I have him in on this one, all right? Um. Foreigner, to me, Foreigner is was good, but they are just another generic '80s rock band. Correct. Yeah, I don't, I don't say it. I, I don't. I, I see more of an imp like when you look at Foreigner, Ario Speedwagon, Journey, stuff like that. I see the Journey part. I know you hate Journey, but I see Journey more than I see Foreigner. In oh, I'm not. I wouldn't argue Journey's um, induction here. On a personal basis, sure, but I think they would fit the bill 
on a Rock Hall of Fame thing. I can't deny the impact they've had, but Foreigner, nah. I don't see it. Got it, got it. And here um, is, just just for context, DMB, uh, they ran up against the following in 2020. Depeche Mode, Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, Nine Inch Nails, Notorious B.I.G., and T-Rex. That's a little more stacked, probably. A little more stacked in this one, yeah. So maybe this was the, the Rock Hall's way of saying, hmm, better shot this year. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool in the Gang. So there's an interesting one. So cool in the, cool in the Gang for me. Yep. Should be in. I mean, I'm surprised they're not. Massive, massive, massive band. If you had told me that they were already in, I would have believed you and not even checked. Right. And I would have assumed they would have been in simply based on like celebration. You know, sure. that song is everywhere. Um, it's been that way for decades. They're one of the top selling R&B bands of all time. I'm shocked they aren't in, mm-hmm. but there's a there's probably a reason for that. And that they are the one on my list that I'm iffy that I'm really iffy with. I think that could go either way, but I feel that if they aren't in now, there's a reason for it. And they're not going to get in later. So I've got the four locks. Two of mine have been Mariah Carey and DMB. And then I've got two that I think could go either way. And cool. And the gang is one of those could go either way. Um, I think they should be in, would not be surprised if they go in, but you know, again, like you said, maybe there's a reason they haven't, or maybe this year's their year. Maybe the, the, the field is just, right for them there's nobody filling that void not that they purposely at least i don't think they purposely look at it and try to go like oh let's take a 60s band and a 90s band and a 70s band and i don't think so but i mean they are there is a noticeable like gap there right there is nobody in that's a lot of 90s artists right a little bit in the 80s they're they're are they the oldest one um the one that dips back the farthest a share i I guess Oh, Shea, probably. Yeah, but no, Cool in the Gang, I mean... Cool in the Gang and Peter Frampton are like the 70s representatives. So cool I'd say, in the Gang started in 69. Okay, I, I'd go Cool in the Gang for the like the, that era of one of these artists on here to make it in from that era, pre-80s era. I'd go Cool in the Gang. All right, see, and I think I think Cher's better. Uh, I think Cher's going to get in before Cool in the Gang. Okay. So, okay, um, Lenny Kravitz. Lock. You think so? Absolute lock. See, the, the thing with me is it feels like it's too early. Why do you say that? Because to me, and, and so this is just my opinion, and it certainly doesn't hold water with how they've worked in the past. I mean, like, so like Pearl Jam's in there, and they're still in the throes of their career. Mm-hmm. I feel like you shouldn't be getting even close to being thought of in the hall until you're on the tail end of your career, at least. And I don't think... Lenny Kravitz is at the tail end of his career. I think he slowed down a little bit, but I still think he's got a lot of music ahead he's of him. Been around for a million years. I'm not going to say that. I, yeah. I, I understand that. Yeah. I have a hard time saying you're a Hall of Fame artist when you haven't like Hall of Fame or all other like sports. You retire and then you get in the Hall of Fame. You don't mm-hmm. get in the Hall of Fame while you're still playing. Lenny Kravitz is about to re- release a new record. Is he going to play it on stage when he gets nominated or inducted? That seems really silly to me. I don't doubt that Lenny Kravitz belongs there. To me, it seems too early, though. Did you, Um, I, I don't mean to throw a monkey wrench in here. Did you leave a nominee off? Because I'm looking at a list here, and there's uh, one more on that we did not talk about. Uh, I don't think so. Well, wait till the end. Okay. And- 
yep. figure it out. Yep. And not not unless I have. But anyway. Um all right, so you think that's a lock. So I think Lenny Kravitz lock, is a lock. I think I think you're gonna think the next band is a lock too, and that's Oasis. Absolutely, one hundred and ten percent a lock. And yes, I have Oasis going in. I, I, I am in the in the camp that they didn't put enough music. They the music. are massive. They are a massive band. Yep. The I hear in, you. the influence, the record sales, the those songs are in the like cultural DNA. When we saw uh, Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds last summer, and he closed with don't look back in anger and that place erupted i just looked at my wife and i said like why are those two dudes need to stop their shit and do a tour because it would sell stadiums out across the world like people want to hear those songs those you know first two three records whatever those are just certifiable absolutely they go in okay Oh, and then I think the next one on the list is a lock too, simply because she passed away. Not necessarily because of the music. I mean, yeah, I don't have her. Shanine, I don't have her as a lock, but because I don't think the music is worth going in. Shanine O'Connor, I think, gets in for the the story more than anything else. And that's that lame. The sympathy vote. That's lame. Well, I don't. To be honest, I don't. I don't think Kate Bush had enough music to get in either. I'm not. I'm not defending Kate Bush either. I think that was an oddly timed, yeah, thing. And Just like this one is, don't nominate yeah. her until she dies. Yeah, I mean it's that's interesting. Um, Ozzy's always I, Ozzy, you know, is Ozzy. I think Ozzy's in, but metal artists go are, are so hit or miss that it's it's almost impossible to tell. But he oh, also in, that was by, by the way that was the one that I I didn't have. I wasn't. I don't know if we skipped it or I just didn't hear it. Um, oh, okay. but, um, I, he's already in for Sabbath. That doesn't mean he can't go in. Solo. I know. I know. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't right, know but, if I, but, uh, Ozzy, Ozzy had a, a great solo career. So there is two careers for Ozzy, right? So, um, I say Ozzy's in, but I don't. I don't know that the hall's going to think the same way. I mean, I think Judas Priest should be in. I think I think uh, Iron Maiden should be a lock, and they never make it in. So, just so you know, you know, there are twenty-six artists who have gone in multiple times. Yeah, it's not many. No, it's not, and four of those are Beatles. So yeah. strip them out, right? You got twenty-two yeah. people in the history of uh, of rock that have gone in for mo- either multiple bands or a band and a solo career yeah. so it kind of feel like if you're if you've been if you're in there you're in there you don't yeah. need to be in there twice but anyway Sade is the last one on the list super influential great artist not not gonna get in i have them as my my other bubble it was cool in the gang and Sade were the two that i had on the i'd be surprised i would wouldn't be surprised if they didn't get in wouldn't be surprised if they did yeah um so what are your six overall? Mariah Carey, Dave Matthews, Cool in the Gang, Lenny Kravitz, Oasis, Charday. Okay, so we I've we're, we're I've got Mariah, DMB, yep. Sinead, Ozzy, Oasis, and then I'm iffy between Cher and Cool in the Gang, but okay. I'm leaning towards Cher. Okay. So let's let's keep track of this too. 
Uh, keep that down because I want to see I'll hide how this accurate paper. we are. We'll see if I can hold on to this for like nine months, this piece of paper. Yeah. I want to see how accurate we are in this, you know? Okay. And by the way, uh, some of this is fan voting, right? So I'm just going to like uh, spend all – I'm going to create a bot or something to vote for Charday. So now, the, the question, though, and I, I this is something I've also never understood. Does the fan voting matter or is it just superficial? I have no idea. I, uh, I mean, how do you know anything? I'm not sure it matters. I'm not sure it matters at all. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly like a transparent uh, process or anything, right? There's no... Uh... Well, because the top six didn't... The top six in fan voting last year, I don't remember what they were, but I do remember the top six in fan voting were not the six that got in. Because there's still the industry votes on it, too. Yeah. And, and I'm pro- sure the industry voting is, is certainly weighed heavier. Probably not the wisest idea in the world, either in this era of, of stan culture to uh to allow fans to have that much power because then it's just who who can what what artist has the most mobilized you know fan base to go stuff the ballot box i don't think that's great yeah so no i hear you you know we don't we don't let uh we don't that's not allowed to happen for like uh you know professional sports like hall of fames or whatever or like or or ask the oscars right last thing in the world you want is that because let the movie fans vote for the Oscars, and it's like Spider-Man is best movie of the year. Like, no, I don't. We don't need that. So I don't know. We'll see. Do you know when is this? When does this happen? Or when are the nominees? No, uh, no idea. Probably not for like six months. I feel like. Oh, the the induction ceremony is in July. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, so we'll know. We'll, so we. No, won't. no. Actually, hold on. Oh no, media credentials open up in July. <laughs> Jesus. That doesn't help. Yeah, I honestly think like the concert's in like November, like late in the year, and we maybe we'll know in the fall. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, late summer. I feel like it's a while. There's a there's like a long period of us sitting going, who's gonna be the ones? And uh The date is it's in Cleveland and date is an on sale information to be announced. Inductee inductees will be named in April. Oh, that's not too bad. So I only got to hold on to that paper for two months. I can do it. That's right. I can do it. All right. Well, we will keep you informed of that here on the uh, DBC. Uh, we're we we've played zero music on this show, and we need to change that. We do need to. We change need to change that, that right now. We've got uh, a DBC first listen, and I don't know what we're getting into here. Uh, no, we don't have a first listen. Not a first listen. A full coverage. That's what I meant to say. We got a DVC full coverage, and I don't know what we're getting into here because uh, it, it's rare because it's not new. Oh, okay. Well, it's you're rare. gonna you're gonna tell us about it because I don't, really don't know what we're looking at, but you've said that it's interesting. This is either going to turn everybody off or, or or make you laugh, or I don't know what this is going to be because it's not really our style of music, but it is is so interesting. And we always talk about not bringing karaoke versions. Well, this ain't no karaoke version. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. So um, I encountered a group a couple weeks ago uh, called Spider God, mm-hmm. um, who are a melodic black metal band out of the UK. Right? Actually, it's one dude out of the UK. They have a whole bunch of EPs, a whole bunch of splits. Um, they have two full lanes called Fly in the Trap and a new record that came across uh, my... Uh, on my feed called the killing room which was great so i because it was so good i went back to listen to the rest of their stuff 
and I came across an album called, um, uh, what's the album called? Black Renditions, right? And I'm like, okay, I'll listen to this. And it's not immediately, uh, it, when you look at the record, it's not immediately understood that this is a covers record because mm-hmm. they don't use the full titles of the songs. And if you look down the title list, it's Excited, Dance, Speak, Forever, Baby, Genie, stuff like that. So it doesn't, it doesn't quite scream out as covers record. And then you start listening to it and you realize this is a black metal covers record of pop tunes from the 80s through the 2000s. Hmm. And it is, um, it's very intriguing. Came out January 7th, 2022. So a little over two years ago. Normally I wouldn't bring something old, but it was so fascinating to me that I thought, let's play some songs because you're absolutely going to know them. Now here's what I want to do though, because I'm giving you the, uh, on our spreadsheet, I have the title of the song. I'm not masking it. These are the titles. But that's what's throwing me off because those aren't, those aren't, hit song names immediately recognizable yes so what i want to i want to want to do here first is i'm not going to tell you what the cover is because i want to have a little fun with this so i want you to based on the word see if you can guess what the cover before is before we listen to it before we listen to okay, it okay because i have some guesses okay so we're good every, every one of these you're going to know when you listen to it and every one of these is a black metal cover of a pop song from the when to when well this is from the 80s to um somewhere in the mid 2000s Mid 2000s, okay maybe even later than that i mean like heartbreak by kanye west welcome to heartbreak uh, by kanye west is covered mm-hmm. you know there's a s club seven song on here a couple things i don't know because it's uk bands but these ones definitely you'll know okay all right so one of the better ones on the disc is um the the first track and let, and let me let me let me preface this because you don't listen to a whole lot of black metal i assume right nope and probably our listeners don't either so black metal to me and and i love black metal i love a depressive black metal i love melodic black metal black metal no matter how fast you play it no matter what you do has melody to it it's dark but it has melody to it and that's that's really the key here for me and this is a very melodic band but black metal to me is about the vocals you have to have the 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 strained grim vocals like you're being stabbed to death in a cave somewhere or that you're taking a really really tough shit one of the two been there there's there's a fine line with black metal vocals between really perfecting that grim just wail of a vocal and and being like a a a, a parody like you're 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 twisting their fingers and you're you're breaking off a limb or something you know and it's just like it's a fine line in the vocals of being ho- hokey that's always that's always been my problem with metal like I have a, one of my brother-in-laws is very much into a lot of the same stuff that you listen to and he'll like share stuff with me or has shared stuff with me in the past. And my reaction to a lot of it is I'm like, this is just comical. Um, and I know that that's not always the intention. Maybe for some it is, but for some, it just seems the word I'll use is silly, like over the top, 
And yeah. I guess that's what you're talking about, that line. Just that if it just crosses, if it's very, very fine line, you cross into that. This is just hokey and stupid. Well, I'll tell you what. The fourth song we're going to play yep. crosses that line. So you're going to hear the line cross. Okay. And I'll explain it to you as we go. All, All right. right. So the first one is the one that leads off the album and is a really good version. It's called Excited. What song is this? I'm going to guess I'm so excited. And you're going to be right on that. Okay. Right? So this is a... Spider God covering the Pointer Sisters. I'm so excited. <laughs> Check it out on the TBC full coverage. Spider God, you know that one. I'm so excited. Yeah, I mean that is as advertised. You weren't wrong. I'm not gonna. I'm not. And I, and there's no expectation here that you're gonna like any of this. I'm just. Right. I'm not sitting here and say, th- saying to you, how could you not like that? That's awesome. Right. I understand black metal is not for everyone. Right. That that is a good vocal. It's not a perfect vocal. It's not. Completely, the dark, grim, depressive vocal is just like an absolute wail. Mm-hmm. It's just you're screaming in pain. This is more of a melodic kind of grimness, um, but it, it fits. Yeah. I think another one of the things that I can't, uh, that that I find, I guess the word is comical or silly in a lot of this stuff, is that sort of overuse of the blast beat thing. It's just uh, like, All black metal's blast beat. Right, where it just eliminates any sort of groove because it's just pummeling and that like so that's the reason why i don't like deaf heaven right like there's moments of like deaf heaven where it's like oh this is really cool and then they lapse into that stuff and i'm like no this just got silly again but um, it's the, it's i understand that i understand i'm sorry it's the guitar work that matters but it's hard to focus on that when there's no when there's no groove or anything going on, when it's just well, like, here's what I'll say to an you assault. Then, is, as, as a person that listens to it and really likes the genre, mm-hmm. y- you get used to it and maybe move past it. Sure. <laughs> I trust you. I trust you. It doesn't bother me at this point that the vast majority of black metal sounds like it was recorded on a toilet, three <laughs> rooms down from where the recorder is. Right. You know, or something, and and just you know, that's it's kind of sucks. But anyway, all right, 
Let's move on to the second one. Um, this is actually, um, it's an interesting version. Um, not the greatest song I've ever heard, but is is a very intriguing cover. Uh, the song is called Genie. Mm-hmm. You should be able to figure this one out because there's not too many songs that have Genie in time. I'm going to go Christina Aguilera, Genie in the Bottle. And you're right on that one. Okay. So we're going to hear um, at least a snippet of Genie in a Bottle covered by uh, black metal band Spider God here. Check it out on the DVC full coverage. <laughs> Genie in or genie in the? Is it a or the? Genie in a bottle. A bottle, okay. Definitely the uh, uh, melody of that comes uh, very much to the forefront. You can clearly tell what that is. Um, very amusing. I enjoy it. Yep, see? I thought I thought you might like a little bit, but you can, you definitely... See, this is the thing with those two. It's you ridiculous. Know, you know them right away. It's it ridiculous. But, but but you it's not like he's masking it at all. He's using the same melody, but in this grim oh, black yeah. metal vocal and mm-hmm. and and guitar hook. So it, it's I I I just find it almost fascinating, really. Mm-hmm. So let's do. Uh, uh, there's three more I wanted to play. Yep. All right. So let's do the next one. This one you're not going to get by the title. I wouldn't think so because the title is want. That's a pretty generic. Uh, Pretty generic uh, word to use as a title. I'm just going to throw it out, um, and maybe I'm influenced by the Genie in a Bottle thing. Sticking with the 2000s, I'll go, I want it that way. Uh, You're not looking this up. I swear to God, I swear on my children's life, I'm not looking it up. This is a black metal cover of the Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way. Okay. All right. Let's see what that sounds like.
Alright, there's I won it that way. That's the best of the bunch so far for my money. And so black metal can have a lot of atmosphere in it, a lot of keyboards in it as well. Yep. So black metal artists tend to also, if they're not just straight black metal, they tend to be atmospheric black metals, adding a lot of keyboards or dungeon synth. Um, so keyboards is, is very heavy in black metal, and, and it fits really nicely in there. I mean, that is interesting because it also is the most, there, there's the most elements that are true to the original. Like everything oh, the opening was, was almost the opening was almost exactly yes, what you would expect. Yes, and, and some of the keyboards are like the song, which is weird. It's the only one on the record that's that's kind of like that. Can you picture these dudes sitting around listening to this stuff, like these original songs? I, I no, like Spider God putting on the Backstreet Boys record, or watching the Christina Aguilera videos. Kind of funny to me. As yeah. as well as like the the Backstreet Boys getting this sent to them, be like, hey, check out this cover, is also hilarious to me. I agree. I agree. So let's do a fourth one, and this is uh. So this is the point where you're going to hear where it crosses over into kind of a lame hokey territory, and it, it really is only at the start of the song. Uh, once you get kicking into the verses, um. It, it kind of changes gear a little bit, but the intro is pretty wretched, to be very honest. Um, the song is called Speak. Where are we going with this one? So this is the one I'm least sure of, but we haven't done any 90s, so I'm going to go Don't Speak. Uh, this is a cover of No Doubts Don't Speak. That is correct. All right. Uh, now again, this one. So the, no, don't speak. Has this little like almost this mellow spoken intro a little bit. Um, this does not bode well for black metal. Once it kicks in, the, the music kicks in, changes gears a little bit. But oof, this is a little bit rough. All right, check it out. Right. This is uh, not the first don't speak cover that we've had on this, and I believe the one that we played before was also wretched. <laughs> So we'll see. Was which, it? Yes, yeah, so I brought it. It was wretched. Let's see which one it, uh, is the worst. Uh, here's uh, Spider God with Don't Speak on DVC full coverage. Those are pretty harsh verses, uh, but actually more faithful than I thought it was going to be. Well, but see that to me, it's on that intro part and, and right what you're listening to in the background now yeah. too. 
it's just screaming for the sake of screaming. Well, I mean, and I don't. It doesn't fit for me. He doesn't sing in any parts on this record, right? Like, just you don't you don't know what this dude sounds like singing, correct? Oh no, I haven't heard him sing. Yes. He doesn't sing. So That's then, why would you, then how else well, would you do that part? No, but his well, but his other vocals are now. I shouldn't say. So what you're talking about is clean singing. He sings clean screaming, but, but there's 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 the black black metal singing that's mm-hmm. black metal screaming mm-hmm. i don't think the screaming works well but when you kick into the verses he sings mm-hmm. it just happens to be guttural i mean it, it it's but it, it it's singing <laughs> yeah i suppose so yeah. let's do one last one okay all right and so uh the last one i think is the uh best one on the album save the best for last now this one could go many different ways from the title. From the title, yeah. And the I've title got, is dance. I've and I've got two in my mind, and I don't know which direction to go because you said that it spans the '80s to the 2000s. Yeah. Now what I have ascertained from this is that these are all the song selection on this is basic as hell. So there's nothing in here that is like particularly well, challenging. Or it's all songs everybody knows, like huge well, huge hits, right? What I'm what I'm giving you here is now. I mean, and maybe they are in Europe, but if you go to the back end of the record, S Club Sevens, Don't Stop Moving, and Troy's Bet on It are twice as what is love. I don't know what those are. I don't know what the I know the S Club Seven one, but I don't know the other two. Never heard of those. And actually, there's a is Viva Forever by Spice Girls. Is that one I should know? Viva Forever. Yeah, it's not as it's heard of that the songs I'm bringing are because playing a black metal cover of a song we don't know it's is just completely noise. useless. It's just noise. Show. Yeah, yeah. All right. So then I don't know whether to go with the more modern or the 80s. So I'm just going to tell you both of them. Right. Okay. I am between Dance Dance by Fall Out Boy or I Want to Dance with Somebody Whitney Houston. See, and the first thing I thought of was Let's Dance by David Bowie. That's a good one, too. Because that could be good, too. I will tell you that one of your options is the correct one. (sighs) And you're going to know. Well, you're going to know it pretty quickly when you listen to it. Play it and see how quickly you know it. It might be within three seconds. (laughs) Probably. All right, here it is. This is music from Spider God. I would say new music, but it's not. It's from 2022. It's from the album Black Renditions, all black metal cover songs. If you're into this, check out the record. Uh, And here is Dance. We'll figure it out together what it is on the DVC full coverage.
Does he not do the like falsetto part or the high? Oh, that's a shame. I was kind of hoping for that. That is obviously Whitney Houston. Uh, I want to dance with somebody. The black metal version by Spider God. In, I mean, it, it's fun, right? That is fun. Admittedly fun. Yeah, isn't it? Um, I, uh, If I had to pick of the five, I'm either going to go with the Backstreet Boys or the Christina Aguilera I thought were the best. I think I felt like the, the more modern ones for whatever reason, worked best. I don't know what that means, but those of the, the five you brought, I'll take those. Yeah, uh, so look, and like I said, I mean, this isn't exactly the style of our show. I totally get it. But at some times, you just got to have a little fucking fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understood. Uh, I don't, uh, trust me when I say I don't plan on bringing, bringing black metal covers every week. Uh, I mean, we appreciate that, but, uh, you know what, when there's good reason for it, um, I, I say that we should do it more often, right? If something like this pops up, it's interesting interpretations of this. I think, oh, it's, I, I think it's I worthwhile. Bring it if it, I will bring it if I find it. Now, I don't think it's as common. Now I will say though, I do have to, I, it's not a bone to pick, but I will say that I, suggested a while back and this is a while so i i completely understand if you've forgotten this but i suggested an older covers record that i had that i was interested in you hearing that was radically altered versions of 80s songs but it was by duncan chic and you kind of poo-pooed it did I'm, i really yeah you did well you took it off the list so i'm assuming that was just a, i took it as a, oh he's not interested but i'm almost wondering now if i need to do that one as the inverse of this the counterbalance as the to counterbalance this and but only if because they are radically redone versions of songs that you know um but i'm you know, open to it i because i know uh, you haven't heard it because it was from before we started doing the show and if we're and if this one was dipping into something not new i say hey if we're looking for a segment one week i will guide uh -oh. you through that duncan sheet uh -oh. I opened up uh, World of Hurt. It's not a World of Hurt. It's really good. I think you're actually going to like it. But um, No, and we'll you know see. what? That list, uh, I probably just took it off the list thinking it's been on here forever and it's no longer new. It's possible. And I'm, I'm forgetting that it wasn't a new record to begin with. So there was a point where I just went, okay, this has been on here for six weeks. I'm just going to clear it out. There you go. Well, you so, know what? You'll, and folks listening, if you all of a sudden hear this old ass Duncan Sheik covers record coming in, you'll know we don't have anything that week. There's, there's nothing yeah. new to play. There's no first listens and there's no new black metal cover uh, albums to play. We are uh, definitely going to uh, default to new music. Of course, as always. Why wouldn't we? Sure. Uh, speaking of new music, we will get to the DBC Song Exchange, which is the thing that y'all uh, seem to really like. And why wouldn't you? Because we bring you six brand new songs each week, stuff that we are pretty sure you haven't heard of, oftentimes stuff that we haven't heard of, the other person bringing it, uh, not bringing it hasn't heard it. Uh, although in this week, uh, I can tell you before we start, I know that one of them of mine that I'm bringing, you have heard. But I had to bring it anyway because it's just too damn good. But Well, but and see, that, that the... the 
the problem again with having a list of albums that I've listened to Correct. is now you know if I've heard it. And now that doesn't make that doesn't necessarily mean that I'll remember it. Correct. <laughs> but it's also I don't look at it as a problem either because if the whole point is trying to get as much, uh, well, not the whole point, but one of the benefits of this bit is to try to get the genuine first reactions. Sure. Um, but, but and, you, me- and you're consuming everything as much as you can, whereas I'm consuming much less. There's a very good chance I've not heard your stuff. Very good chance. Yes. And, and look, it, you, I understand it's to get the first reaction, but to me, it's just morphed into I want to provide the listeners a forum to hear music they wouldn't normally hear. This is true. Because they haven't dug into it. And I want to provide a forum where I can at least, no matter how many listeners we have, I can tag some artists that deserve some recognition and maybe get another listener or two. So it's it's less about me yep. and more about I want to put music out there and, and go with what we've said, which is we dig it. We listen to everything so you don't have to. This is very selfless. Like the, the, the show was not like this 20 years ago. I remember it being like, well, I mean, you remember the original name of the show was Kiss Our Fat White Asses. That's right. So and now we've morphed into like we want we want to introduce new music to new people and it's a public service. We're a public service organization here at the DBC sharing new stuff and hopefully you know what here's another uh thing that we would like to do we would like to help train your algorithm. Yeah. Right? You start listening to the stuff that we recommend and we will tr- we are your personal trainers, your personal algorithm trainers. And we will get your uh, Spotify or your Apple Music or your whatever, your Deezer or whatever you're listening to. Uh, we'll get it up and running and pumping out good new stuff for That's you each week. That's the very first time I've ever been a personal trainer. I can guarantee you that. Well, it's about the only thing we're qualified to personal train people in. I mean, mm-hmm. let's be honest. Um, we do this every week. Six songs. He's got three. I've got three. We're going to start with him. What's your first one? Normally wouldn't do this um, because... Uh, I was going to say, I thought I recognized this. Normally, I wouldn't do this because uh, the I'm Deranged uh, by Snakes was part of my uh, DBC Advent Calendar just a few months ago as one of my top songs of 2023. But Snakes released a new EP, and Snakes, S N A Y X, if you're looking for it. Um, Snakes released a new EP on uh, February 9th called Better Days. It's four songs, it's decent. Um, uh, by the way, there are three pieces from uh, the UK, so we are starting out in the UK. They have that punky alt rock vibe that i'm really into right now and uh this song is fantastic so fuck it i'm bringing them again it's called sink or swim new music by snakes Oh, God. 
music from snakes snakes i don't know no snakes that track is called uh sink or swim you can find that on the uh better days ep which just came out and that uh kicks uh, a whole bunch of different asses do you Some remember the point where i didn't like female artists or artists from the uk uh i don't remember the uk part as much but i certainly remember your no girls allowed phase yep you're yep. <laughs> You're very, um, shall we say, ill-advised, no girls phase. Um, is that a girl singing? No. No. No, it's a UK band, though. Oh, it's a UK band. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying. You had a no UK band thing? I, I had a I don't really like the UK sound band type thing. Oh. Not a I wouldn't listen to them at all, but like when, when we would... talked about Oasis earlier, I, I've never been a fan of Oasis. Huh. Are you still in the middle of your no UK band phase? No, see that's what I'm saying. It's changed. Okay. A lot of because uh, a lot of this this that sound that I really like a lot of that is coming from yeah from that's the true UK at this point. So did your no UK phase end after your no women phase? I don't know the answer to that. One. Huh. I'm curious. I I was I was not really aware that you had that uh, sort of bias there. You were uh, you were a musical did. xenophobe there. For a while, I, I weirdly enough did. Okay. Uh, all right, we're gonna go to my first pick of the night, and I'm starting off with the one that I know you know because I saw you listen to the record, uh, and that is by. <laughs> and this is one of those strange things where I don't really even know how to talk about this because it's not really a group; it's a musical collective, whatever the hell that means. Yeah. Um, 1999, right? The future is the uh, we'll say the artist, but it's not really a not a band. It's kind of hard to get a grasp on who anybody is involved. Uh, the best I can compare it with is like there was that uh, PC Music is like a collaborative musical collective that kind of did the whole um, hyper pop stuff. Charlie XCX had some involvement there. Caroline Polachek had some involvement there. That's the only. That's the best I can, can sort of compare it to the sort of amalgamous thing, or like the Elephant Six Collective, that indie rock thing. Athens. Well, that's. I think that's more of like this because this is um. So the the label is Eighty Eight Rising. Yep. Eighty Eight Rising. Um, I I read is describes themselves as like the, it, it's like a, a a home for Asian rappers. Correct. Which was like mind blowing to me when I read it. I'm like this okay like. No idea this was a thing that this existed. 
Um, yep, and a lot of the people on this are are on that uh, on that label. Are you any familiar with any of them, Keith Ape? No, I'm not familiar Which, with any 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 except the the major names. Like any of the ones on the label, no, I'm not at all. Um, right. Yeah, this is a whole other world. Like my assumption is that this is the label head or a DJ at the label. Sort of, you know, it's it's the DJ Khaled, but he doesn't, you know, say his name every song. It's something like that, you know. Sean uh, Miyashiro, and my apologies, my apologies if I'm saying that incorrectly, but that he is the head of 88 Rising. So, and, and my assumption is it's his project or something along the lines of that. Although yep. I have no confirmation of that at all. No, no, because it's very there, there's very little out there in terms of like clearing that part of it up. Uh, but what we do know is that uh, they have released. Um, a debut record called Hella, and then there's a whole bunch of symbols after that. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with those symbols, so I'm just going to call it Hella. No I have no idea what to call this record or any of the fucking songs on it. There's like a crying face and like a heart and some other stuff in there, but it's Hella is the only word that's in there. It's a 24-track album. Uh, the titles are God, Bastard Number 2 would be uh, just absolutely apoplectic at the capitalization and everything in this uh, the it hurts your eyes just reading the track list, and they also have a lot of symbols in it. And they do, and they have a lot of symbols in them. Yeah. Um, but there's some really interesting things on here. Um, you seem to really like it. I saw you gave it like an eight, eight and a half or something. Um, yeah, you might see how much I like it too a little bit later tonight. Are you serious? Look at the look at the abbreviation right below you. Oh, oh, W oh, Jesus Christ. I didn't even see that. Okay. If I put the one there, it would have been obvious. Okay, I didn't even but see that's what threw me off. I didn't even connect that the, all right, well, we haven't done this in a while. I'm going to debate what I, the, No, no, you commit you got to commit to it. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. You're committing to it. We have it there. We have not done we did this one time, I think in the past both of us brought songs by JSOM. I remember that. We, we were still that was pre-pandemic. We were at the station when that happened. Um, probably in like an early week, like one through 30, probably if you go back in time. Um, but the track I'm going to go with is a uh, track number 13 on the record. It's called long in the tooth and it features, uh, De La soul is on there and some group called the Budos band who I don't know who they are, but the track sounds freaking awesome. Um, and so it looks like you're going to get a twofer of 1999 uh right the future and so here is a track called long in the tooth on the dbc song exchange come on city on fire when we come through with entire catalogs lighting up your memory your memory memorable moments cone went searching through my mind every time someone said remember me rap got the timeline trend so you won't find mine on the where the game's played One player earn wings So it's worth singing From a bed in my heart Where the pain lay Grind them legs They said But you do it too much Them knees cause a strike on them Most won't listen to the proverb Cause they care too much About the button Putting likes on them Powder from the guns In the green But the flower from the funds In the seed that we water it Thanks to you The crew's out in the league Cause you know that we all What you need Put the order in Sometimes you got to make it About yourself Bring the warrior out let loose in the wild, don't doubt yourself You can find the route yourself Sometimes you got to make it 
yourself. Yourself. Bring the warrior out yourself. Yourself. According to friends, my mom and touring for months. I'm messy, but I never been to Florida. Reporting your live and direct and the new shit I put out be torture ya. Warren don't drive, but war eat. Her got rich in my box, recording ya. Form my fit gorgeous, humiliate these rappers. You display his rapper complex like I'm copping sneakers, not Adidas. This made the cows, I eat them too. Why you season two perfection? I'm speaking season. Keep like fevers, pieces, Jesus. Ayy, need a visa, fly as eagle. Ayy, life demeanor, meanest features. Slid on the beat like the ice and skis, but I breathe heat. Yes, I'm a climate switcher. I just switch like this. What they like to switch up. Ayy. That was music from the musical collective called 1999 Write the Future. The track is called uh, Long in the Tooth, featuring uh, De La Soul, amongst others. The record is called Hella, a record so good that Bassett Number One and I are both featuring it this evening on the Song Exchange. Unplanned. Unplanned for sure. Mm-hmm. That is a, such a good song. <laughs> My God. I agree. I mean, the whole record's good. I mean, it, yeah. it's long. Yes, it is. You could cut a few tracks out. That's why I only gave it, what, I gave it an 8.5, you said? I didn't look, but I, I think I gave it an 8.5. So your knock, so knock on it is it's just over long and has filler? I think it has a little, it has some filler, yeah. Yeah, 24 tracks is too much for 2024, sorry. Like I agree. Just... I agree. But this one, and this one got, the one I'm going to bring, it got a little bit buried on the back end. It's called A Leap in Time. Um, and it, uh, it reunites Dan the Automator and Del the Funky Homo Sapien, who um, had a couple projects together. I mean, the, the biggest one certainly was the Handsome Boy Modeling School that, that Dan the Automator put out a while back. Um, and then I think the last time they did something together was a project called uh, Deltron 3030. 
I remember if that. I'm not mistaken. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Dell, Dell, uh, Dell, the Funky Homo Sapien puts out a lot of records and on, on a lot of different names. Um, but these guys have a long history together, so to get them back together for this one song is pretty cool, and I, I, I like it. I think it's the best best track on the record called a, a Leap in Time off of Hella uh, or something or something by 1999, Right the Future. I can break it down to components Fools just be cloning Studio gangsta trolling The chef though, I'm leftovers They be goaltending Flow be slow-winded Nobody know or mention Go overboard with a bunch of cords You left in suspension So far, keep your distance Resistance is resisted The ring, I ain't finna kiss it The whole mix, you missed it Loads of raps Overloading till I expose the fact Broke your back Next time come out with shoulder pads, they know they have Shut up and listen to an older man, behold your man He might have more poison than a cobra has Seems like a leap in time, back to simpler days When technological advances were minimal Seems like a leap in time, back to simpler days When technological advances were minimal In the boots, like roosters coming to the hands to roost In the blue Oh shit, so deep it's pending fools, Mr. Cool Everything I control is Mr. Cool in the school Bullshit separated in the centrifuge You get to do what you wanna As long as you don't conform to the average performer That drag you into the drama A magnet to the karma Disarm even the pettiest As long as we are resident Overthrow the president Flowing so incredulous I'm giving y'all just a portion Connect to the source And let it energize like endorphins Let's go, we bored it We tired of them, they boring Keep on skateboarding Relieve you of boredom like a leap in time, back to simpler days when technological advances were minimal. Seems like a leap in time, back to simpler days when technological advances were minimal. Seems like a leap in time, back to simpler days when technological advances were minimal. Seems like a leap in time, back to simpler days when technological advances were minimal. Out of the emporium, more glorious poems to bend from hard work, no teleporting it in. I don't speak words according to them. I'm Sir Diesel, attracted, sighted once the tourists ascend. My assortment keeps supporting the men. Like cars plus off track, it's hard to stay on track when my thoughts run. Rapid pace for suckers to leave a nasty taste in they throat. Sure to leave them blue, that's indigo. Getting pretentious won't get any mileage. Whole plot shot out the air like enemy pilots. Take the trivious topic, compare to the real, then relate that to a secret that's never revealed. Seems like a leap in time, back to simpler days when technological advances were minimal. Seems like a leap in time, back to simpler days when technological advances were minimal. Seems like a leap in time, back to simpler days when technological advances were minimal. Seems like a leap in time, back to simpler days when technological advances were minimal. 
There's music from 1999, Right the Future. Uh, you get a little twofer here on the DBC Song Exchange, a track featuring Dan the Automator and Del Funky Homo Sapien. Uh, really just solid stuff. Really, really good stuff. Check out the album if, you, if, uh, if you're interested, if either of those two songs did it for you. Um, it's worth your time. Maybe not all of the time that you give to it, but at least some of the time. Vast majority of the time. vast majority of the time. There we go. You could make your cuts, and that's the beauty of the uh, you know streaming, uh, the streaming model and uh, playlists and stuff is you can create the album that you want. If you want to delete a couple interludes and a bum track here or there, um, I don't remember the track with Offset being particularly good. Um, maybe I don't I'm, know. maybe I, I'm misremembering I, that, but like uh, you know, I, yeah. you could just cut a couple things here, really narrow it down, and make yourself a tight solid. You know. 15 tracker or something like that we'll see but uh those those two those are two of the best that you're going to hear on there yep so I ni- agree. nicely done now this is a hard segue out of two rap tracks um if you take my next artist too oh good okay you're no but i have this theory that i know who it is um okay. your last one but i i'm not 100 percent certain um but i my my next one is a uh, New York band called Loose Buttons. I don't think I ever brought them before. Nope. Um, but they uh, their first record that they put out, I believe it was 2020, might have been the pandemic year, was just oh, a... Yeah. Did I bring them? Yeah, you did. Back in uh, 2020, you brought a song called Home Movies. Oh, that song is so good. Okay, that, I love that song. They, and it was a, it's a rock tune. It's a great rock record. Um, they put, uh, out a sophomore record in, uh, 22, I believe, and, uh, no sign of a new record coming out, but they have released uh, a Lucy at the moment. And some people are speculating it means there's something new coming. Um, but they're a, a, a New York band, uh, again, more rock. Uh, but this track is the sort of a mellower sort of chilled out vibe. Um, and it's got a very eye catching, uh, title. The song is called, I saw John Hamm at the beach. Um, and it is sort of a, it's a slower number, very chilled out. It has a very, like, it makes you want it to be like spring and just sit outside under the sun with a beer in your hand and just relax. It's so relaxed. It just mellows me out listening to it. Um, and the title is just great. Uh, there's a statement that they put out where they kind of explain the title. They said, uh, it's based on a true story. They said it was one of those idyllic beach days, and then out of the corner of my eye, the man himself, John Hamm, there he was, a perfect symbol of the ideal man who in reality was just another beachgoer casually sharing the day with his loved ones. As a huge fan of his work, seeing him there, just being a regular dude, it felt wonderfully refreshing. The whole experience debunked the leading man facade I've often attributed to him. So if you ever get the chance, I highly recommend seeing John Hamm at the beach. It's a life-changing experience. That was the lead singer's uh, statement on it. So we're going to listen to the track called I Saw John Ham at the Beach, uh, where they say the title of the song twice, uh, once at the beginning, once at the end. But just a really kind of mellow, beautiful tune, nice melody. See what you think of this. Uh, Loose Buttons. I Saw John Ham at the Beach on the DBC Song Exchange. Drinking on the drive by the same day on repeat. I've forgotten how to Oh my windows down cause I saw 
saw John M at the beach I've forgotten how to act I've forgotten how to act A million shattered rocks around the man In disguise We're pretending all the time We're pretending Now I'm watching reruns of the reruns in my mind Loose Buttons with their single, I Saw John Ham at the Beach. Check out the music video featuring uh, them frolicking on the beach with a cardboard cutout of John Ham. Because obviously they could not afford the real guy to be in the video. But uh, there you go. You, you, I feel like you should just send John Ham the song and say, John Ham, please be in it. And John Ham should want to do it. He should. He should. We know he's he's got a good sense of humor about those things. I mean, he is responsible for... Uh, Two of the funniest moments of Saturday Night Live's recent history. The, uh, of course, the bit that we've played on this show before the uh, stick a finger in butts. 
Oh yeah. That's him. And then of course my favorite, maybe my favorite SNL sketch of the last 20 years is John Ham's John Ham, the ham you eat on the toilet. Oh yeah. It's unbelievable. It's a good skit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I just, I, I really, I love, I love that band, but I just think that's a nice little, uh, pretty little tune. It makes me just want to sit outside with a beer and think about John Ham. Well, okay. I, I'm not going to think about John Ham while I drink beer, but uh, to, to each their own. To each their own. All right. So my last artist uh, we go to California for. Mm-hmm. Is it the artist you were thinking of? It is. Because okay. I, I have a song in my playlist that I will be getting rid of. Uh, so it's I had not- three songs in my playlist from uh, from this. Uh, yes. Okay. From the artist named Pouty. Um, it's her debut record. It's a, it's a woman named Rachel Gagliardi. She was, uh, she collaborated with, uh, uh, one of the members of Japanese breakfast. Um, she was half of the punk group slut ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then part of a group called upset, um, with, with members of whole apparently. Don't know that. Um, I don't know that one, but this is her debut record. Forgot about me, which came out this past week. It's labeled as power pop. It's not power pop. It's a it's a rock record, and it's reminiscent of, uh, you know, uh, late nineties, two thousands, female fronted rock. That that it's it's definitely a a throwback record mm-hmm. um, in terms of sound and and something typical that we would have played, you know, twenty some years ago. Yeah, and so- to, for to me, it 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 checks a box that. Uh, for you is like a, a huge violation, which is why I'm really surprised that you're bringing them because it sounds very breedersy to me. And I yeah, know the breeders, is, the breeders is, is like a thing for you. Like you really don't like them. Yep. No, but this, I, 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 everything's changed for me. It's it, true. It is what it is. So yep. yeah, I, I debated on, on three different songs. Um, the, the big stage, um, a really short one called I Can't See It, which is under two minutes. And then this one I thought was uh, the best one on the record called Kill a Feeling. Okay, check it out on the DBC Song Exchange.
And that's music from Pouty. The debut record is called Forgot, uh, Forgot About Me. And uh, that was Bastard Number One's final track of the night called Kill a Feeling. Um, and you said you were between three, and neither of those three were the one. I had a song called TV on TV that's funny. on my list, um, which I thought was way more breedersy. That song was a little harder uh, than breeders. Um, I was hearing a little like, um, God, what the hell is that band that that sounded like? Oh, fuck. I can't think of it. Like right on the tip of my tongue, some relatively modern band that that sounds like. But good stuff. It's a good record. Definitely check out uh, Pouty, P-O-U-T-Y, for those of you into that stuff. Um, we'll wrap it up with my last track of the night. It's from a, <laughs> I don't know what it is about uh, uh, music collectives. This week, I feel like we've never had this before, but we had uh, two tracks from 1999, Right the Future, and then I'm bringing something from a band called Michelle, uh, which is all capital letters, and they are described as being a six-piece indie pop collective. Really? What happens to, like, bands? But yeah, it's um, also six-piece for indie pop is, uh, that's a lot. That's a lot of people. I originally started out as a duo uh, to uh, sort of producers uh, recorded a record, apparently did it remotely, like without even, uh, like having met each other. I don't know. I guess people like meet online and, uh, forge relationships and then just record <laughs> records without ever meeting somebody. It's a very foreign concept to me, but, uh, that record called heat wave came out in 2018. Uh, they put one out in 2022, which is how I came to know them called after dinner. We talk dreams. Um, and they just recently put out a new EP called the glow EP, um, and we're going to hear the title track off of that, which is just a, it's a little indie pop tune. I wouldn't say it sounds like Muna, but like if these guys played with Muna, it probably wouldn't surprise you. Um, but, uh, yeah, just a 2024 indie pop kind of thing. So check out the band is called Michelle and the track is glow on the DBC song exchange. Well, my target is twisted. And I turn my body to you the sanity scripted Is the camera in the room You're a nighttime collector Watching days flip by on the couch While the big shot director Holds your next move in his mouth Trumpet swells Tickets turning gold And all the actors they were
And that was music from the group called Michelle. The track is Glow. Uh, the final track on tonight's edition of the DBC Song Exchange. Yeah, that was a fun one. I like yeah, that. Right? It's kind of, kind of, kind of a little snappy, snappy little beat you could shake your butt to. Okay, uh, sure. I mean, well, you, you like shaking your butt. We've seen it. We've seen it on this show before. You like a good booty shake. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with uh, booty shaking, yes, yep. I guess. Uh, and that is uh, going to do it for this week's installment of the DBC. You've had uh, some interesting uh, black metal covers, and uh, we've had some very, very good and, and varied DBC Song Exchange entries. And if you want to hold us to our bullshit, uh, keep uh, track of our Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations, who we think are going to make it in. Oh, yeah. we got two months about two months from now, we're gonna see uh, see who comes out on top here. If we're just completely up our own asses, uh, which is a possibility as well. It's a possibility, but I don't know. I think I think we're at least for a good chunk of it. I think we're pretty on the mark. So we will see. Uh, but we will be back uh, next week with more fun stuff. Who knows what you'll hear? Seems like another slow week in the first listen department. But uh, rest assured, we will have plenty of music to either talk about and share with you on the program anything else that uh, we need to address before we uh, wrap this week's show up i think let's wrap it all right let's get out of here it's time to say goodbye thank you for listening continue to go back through the archives listen to old shows if you're just tuning in now there's plenty more to listen to you know while you're driving to work or, or taking that morning dump so for myself this is bass number three of the controls that's bass number one over there uh, i'm gonna go take a dump see you guys he's gonna go take a dump and we'll see you all next week say goodbye Bye-bye. Uh,